Hey there, it's Dr. Nazanin Mo'oli, and I want to chat with you about a key ingredient for a fabulous date night, feeling sexy. And come on, let's be real. What you wear plays a big part in how you rock that confidence. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce you to Quince. Quince brings you premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30, along with washable silk tops, 40-carat gold jewelry, and more. And guess what? All of their goodies are priced 50 to 80% lower than similar brands. By teaming up directly with top factories, Quince skipped the middleman and hands us the saving. Plus, they stick to factories with safe, ethical practices and top-notch fabrics and finishes. How awesome is that? Picking from Quince's website was tough because they have a ton of fabulous choices. I ended up going for their 100% washable silk sleep dress in champagne. And let me tell you, my husband was floored. He's convinced whoever rocks this is in for a blast. I'm going to record some content on that dress so you can see how fabulous is that dress. Elevate your date night style with Quince. Pop over to quince.com slash sexology for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash sexology to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash sexology. Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali. In this special edition, we're diving deep into New Year's resolutions and how they can ignite and strengthen your relationship. You know, while most resolutions focus on fitness, finances, or personal growth, let's not forget about our sex life. It's such a vital part of our overall well-being, yet it often gets overlooked in our yearly goals. But guess what? This year, we're changing that narrative. I gather an incredible group of our previous guests and sexpert and researcher, and I ask them to bring their unique insight and tips to help you kickstart the year with a fresh sense of passion and connection. Whether you're in a long-term relationship or just starting out, these expert perspectives will guide you toward a more fulfilling and intimate journey ahead. And if you're curious to know more about our Steamke experts, we've got you covered. You can find detailed bios and links to their impressive work in the show notes below. All right, without further ado, here are top nine sex and relationships for year 2024. First one, tip number nine comes from Dr. Lori Petito. Dr. Lori Petita is a distinguished clinical psychologist and expert in human sexuality. With her profound understanding of sexual health, Dr. Petito is at the forefront of sexual education and advocacy. She has a number of different wonderful books, and she's here to teach us an important tip and advice. Most couples who end up in my office say that their major problem is lack of communication, lack of connectedness, 
and lack of sex. You can't heal by simply learning new communication skills or just by focusing on the sex. It is all connected. Connection and intimacy is the pathway to great sex, and great sex leads to more connection. So for the new year, couples should commit to just spending quality time together outside the bedroom first. I know it's difficult. I know we have to make time for this, but it is vital and crucial that we do this. So do fun things together. It doesn't have to be basic, major things. Even playing board games at home is something fun that you can do. Go out on dates. Discover new activities. Discover new places together. Research does tell us that this will lead to more passion in the relationship. So focus on that. Remember, the bottom line is you can't have intimacy without actual time together. So make the time. You also have to work on daily connection. Spend at least 15 minutes a day focused on each other, talking, hopefully holding hands or maybe even cuddling. This touch outside the bedroom is very important. So up your game when it comes to affection. This is important. For more information about improving your relationship or more on this, check out my TED Talk. Thank you. Tip number eight comes from Dr. Jess O'Reilly. Dr. Jess is a highly acclaimed sexologist and relationship expert. Known for her lively podcast, Sex with Dr. Jess, she has an unmistakable flair for making complex sexual health and relationship subjects comprehensive and relevant to everyone. Sex is always scheduled. Even in the beginning when you think it's spontaneous, it's not spontaneous. You make plans to go on a date, you get dressed, you groom yourself, you shave, you wear the right underwear, you carve out time in your schedules, you take time to flirt with one another. And then, yeah, maybe you you tear off each other's clothes at the end of the night and it feels spontaneous, but nothing about an early date is spontaneous. You scheduled that time for that to happen. Now, as we get busier and as we get into our routines, of course, we have to schedule everything in order to prioritize what matters. My alternative to scheduling sex is to secretly schedule sex. So you've probably heard that scheduling sex is the norm for busy couples, but I know that it detracts from the thrill of so-called spontaneity. So for the most part, everything we do in life isn't spontaneous, but we do surprise one another. So can you take turns secretly scheduling sex? So rather than designated, designating like, oh, it's Tuesday night, date night, take turns where you each plan to initiate sex once a week or once a month or however often it is you have sex. And so you decide in advance what you're going to do to initiate sex and you make a mental or calendar note so that you follow through. And then sex isn't always predictable, at least for one partner, because you're taking turns. And it also encourages you to share in the task of initiating sex. And I think this is really important because we don't want the onus to fall on one person alone. Tip number seven comes from David Kalili. David is a relationship and couple therapist. He owns a group practice in Bay Area. Also, we had him recently in our show talked about his book that he wrote specifically for men. And he teaches us how to cultivate a key skill that will help us to increase our overall satisfaction in life. And it can really help us in the relationship. Hello, everybody. This is David Kalili from Rouse Relational Wellness. As we embark on a new year, I want to wish you all delicious access to pleasure, soothing experiences for your stress and anxiety, and tasty treats with your partner or partners. 
Reflecting on simple acts of kindness for ourselves and those in our lives can go a long way in improving our mood and strengthening our relationships. One small act of kindness could be simply to just take time to communicate with your partner or partners, whether it's telling them how much you appreciate them or simply taking a moment to listen to their day. Communication is key in any relationship. These small acts won't be a cure-all for what ails us, but they can have significant impact on our overall well-being. So I encourage you to consider these simple acts of kindness for yourself and those around you. Here's to a happy and healthy new year filled with love and connection. Tip number six comes from Ken Page. Ken Page is a renowned psychotherapist and author who specializes in relationships. Ken will share with us some of his favorite questions that will help you to understand your sex life, your interests, which is going to help you to be able to communicate better with your partner. He also has a free gift for you in the show notes. It's a series of resources that you can check out today for free. And Ken also is offering our listeners a free valuable resource. Make sure you're checking it out in the show notes. It's included journal. So if you want more of what Ken is talking about, that would be a perfect place to check it out. Hello, this is Ken Page. I'm a psychotherapist. I'm the host of the Deeper Dating podcast and the author of the best-selling book, Deeper Dating. And I'm excited to offer my thoughts on the best New Year's resolutions for people with a penis. So there are three questions that you can ask yourself and your commitment to honor your answers is the most wonderful New Year's resolution that you could give yourself. It's an act of profound self-love. And those three questions are these. First, what makes you feel safe in sex? The corollary to that is what makes you feel unsafe in sex? Even if it's a subtle unsafe or a subtle safe, more and more you want to honor that because the more safe you feel, the more your sexuality can actually blossom and turn into deep connection and that amazing, amazing space where sexual desire and love meet and join each other. That's question number one. It's the foundational question. Question number two is, what moves you during sex? Like what touches your heart? What makes you feel emotionally filled? What makes you feel connected? What makes you feel love? What makes you feel bonded in an amazing way? What ways of being touched? What ways of touching? What ways of eye contact? What activities make you feel deeply connected, moved and touched in sex? And number three, what really makes you hard? What really turns you on? What is really exciting? Now, those might not all be the same answers. Something might really turn you on, but not make you hard. Something might make you hard, but not turn you on as much. Answer each of those different parts. But the essence of that third question is just what really excites you? What really turns you on? And when you commit to a state where all of those three things happen and commit to championing those expressions of yourself and championing the boundaries that fit with that and what your asks need to be and you honor that and you speak it, watch how your sex life and your life and your intimacy life really blossoms. So thanks for listening and I'm also offering a free gift of an audio meditation 
personal journal and ebook. So thank you so much for the opportunity to get to connect with you. Tip number five comes from Dr. Loni Barback. Dr. Loni Barback is a psychologist and accomplished author. And she was in our show in the past. And she gives us an insight on how we can communicate more effectively with our partner. Here is her tip for the year 2024. Communication, communication, communication. That is the key. As we age, things are constantly changing. So being able to let a partner know exactly what you need now, today, which might not be the same thing that worked best for you last month or even a week ago is absolutely essential. Flexibility is the name of the game. If a physician feels uncomfortable, don't grin and bear it. Let your partner know in a positive way what you would like as opposed to what you don't like or wouldn't like. And if an erection just doesn't seem to be in the cards at the moment, don't work at it. Instead, let it go and enjoy kissing, oral sex, or manual stimulation. An erection really is not necessary for great lovemaking. Actually, neither is an orgasm, as orgasm seems to be much less reliable as we grow older. It may just not be available for this particular sexual experience. Again, don't work at it. Just let go of all physical goals and enjoy the pleasure you do feel, and especially the connection. Expressing your love and caring in this physical way is what it is all about. And this emotional connection remains available and possibly the most important part of lovemaking. Now we're going deeper on communication. We're teaching you exactly what you need to say and when to say it. Our next guest is Dr. Lori Mintz, a psychologist, professor, and author. And she talks about the importance of having these conversations in the relationship. Hello, this is Dr. Lori Mintz. And I want to talk to you about a great New Year's resolution about your sex life. That is communicate, 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 communicate. Communication is the bedrock to make your bed rock. And when I talk about communication, I am talking about good sexual communication inside and outside the bedroom. First of all, have what I call kitchen table sex talks. They don't need to be at the kitchen table, but they cannot be in the bedroom. You can talk about what you want to do different in your sex life, ideas to spice it up, but simply start talking about sex outside of the bedroom like you would any other topic like where to go for dinner. Then before sex, talk about what you want to do, how it's going to go, what your ideas are. During sex, tell your partner what feels good, what you'd like to be different. And then after sex, discuss it. How was that? How could it have been better? So again, communicate before sex, during sex, after sex, and outside of the bedroom. Tip number three comes from Diane Gly. Diane is a licensed marriage and family therapist known for her expertise in communication. She's also a certified sex therapist and a supervisor. She also have a wonderful course on 
horn literacy, which is very fascinating. If you're curious, go to our show notes and check out her training. And she has a very important skill to share with us today. This is Diane Glime, licensed marriage and family therapist, certified sex therapist and supervisor, giving my New Year's resolution for penis owners for the Sexology Podcast. Okay, penis owners, listen up. This suggestion for your 2024 New Year's resolution is going to be short and sweet. And it is, I want you to remember that real-life sex is different than the sex you see in porn. Real-life sex has funny moments, awkward moments, embarrassing moments, and disappointing moments in addition to hot moments, intensely connected moments, and even transcendent moments. So stop comparing your real-life sex life to what you see in porn. And when you experience those funny, awkward, embarrassing, or disappointing moments in your real-life sex life, I want you to practice resiliency. Resiliency in sex means you talk to yourself down from the ledge. You don't tell yourself that it is or was a catastrophe. You soothe yourself by telling yourself that these things happen sometime, that you're not a terrible lover because it happened, and that your partner does not think badly of you. You may find that when you practice this kind of resiliency in your sex life, not only does your anxiety decrease, but your ability to be present in the moment may even increase, making sex more pleasurable and fun. Meet Gigi Engel, a certified sex and relationship psychotherapist and the resident intimacy expert at a dating app 3Fun. Gigi has been featured in our show before. And I love her actionable, insightful articles she writes. If you have ever read an article on sex and relationship and popular journals and magazines, it's a high likelihood of Gigi either contributed to it or she wrote it. And she's here to share with us one of the most important things that you want to make sure you're implementing this year. It's a skill that's often overlooked, but it's so important. Well, this New Year's, a resolution I would want to make is a commitment to maintenance sex. The whole prospect of having sex when we don't necessarily have the horn tends to give people the major ick. If we're not 100% foaming at the mouth randy, then sex isn't worth having. So we should just sit around and wait for desire to magically appear. But this simply isn't how it works. As a person with nearly a decade experience in the sexuality space, I can tell you that if you sit around and wait for desire to appear... To have sex, you're not going to have a lot of sex. Much of the gross-out factor around maintenance sex comes from the misunderstanding of the human desire. There are two kinds of desire, spontaneous, which we can think of as horniness, and responsive desire, desire that arises in response to sexual stimuli or sensation. Horniness is the only kind of sexual desire that we ever hear about, but it's really responsive desire that is the foundation of long-term relational health. So we think of horniness for our partner, and this will diminish over time. And we think that if this happens, that we're broken or the relationship isn't worth sustaining, and this just isn't the case. So having maintenance sex is actually very important if you want to keep your sex life alive. Maintenance sex may not sound like the sexiest thing in the world, but it's deeply important to the health of a relationship. And you really can make it sexy. It's really about having a openness to engage in intimate connection, not necessarily waiting around for horniness to strike. So instead of expecting desire to, to emerge, we are open to it and therefore we engage in it. And I think another important aspect of this is understanding that your 
sexual spark does take maintenance. And it means that we're understanding that our partnered sexual experiences need to be tended after. It's a lot like having a house plant. They need TLC. And the last tip, it comes from me. I see lots of couple that their sex life has been impacted because of the stress they're feeling. As a professional, as an adult, as a married person, I totally get the struggle of juggling stress and maintaining a satisfying sex life. It's totally normal to feel anxious. And sometimes it's normal for people to have performance anxiety. But if it's a pattern, it can really lead to sexual avoidance. The good news is there are ways to work through it. By trying stress management techniques like mindfulness exercises, breathing exercises, exercise that you can do with your partner, it can help you to regulate your own nervous system and be more present and be more responsive during sexual experiences. And more importantly, it can make your sex life much easier. If you are worried about what's happening, what happened at work, what's happened in your with your children, it would be hard for you to experience arousal. It will be hard for you to reach an orgasm. So you want to make sure that you are you have a good toolbox when it comes to stress management. So let's this year be the year that you are implementing these tools that will help you to manage your stress better and it will can guarantee that it can help with your sex life. When stress levels are high, it is common to avoid sexual intimacy. Whether it's a crazy workload, money troubles, or personal issues, chronic stress can leave you feeling tired, moody, and distracted, and all of which can affect your sex drive. So if you are interested to learn more about how to manage your stress, I'd like to invite you to download my free mini course on stress management. It's made up of three powerful videos that you're going to love. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today and you learned some tips that will help you enhance your sex life as you embrace your New Year's resolution. Remember, the journey towards a more fulfilling and intimate connection starts with small steps and open conversation. We encourage you to implement these valuable strategies. Please reach out to me and let me know if you found them helpful. Let, let us know about your sexing resolutions so we can support you, cheer you on, and learn from you. Until next time, take care and may your resolutions lead to a richer and more satisfying sexual journey. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.